0: All right, all right. Hey guys, welcome to the show. It is Sunday. Sunday, it's God's day. Opportunity for us to reflect. I think that's what the intention was when God said a day of rest. I think without the uh, ability to settle in and just think about where you are and where you're going, it's really hard to get there, especially amid all of the noise and chaos and crazy-ass ideas that are going on in the world. So let me ask you this. Are you still growing You have something going on in your life right now where you're waking up and you're thinking to yourself, man, I'm going to get this done today. I can't wait till we get there. You're sharing a story with friends and family. You're talking about it. You're dreaming about it. You're thinking about it because it's got you so fired up and so excited about where you're going that you can't stand the idea of not getting there. If that's not where you are, if you're not sitting right there, you might want to stick around. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about where you are And what you might be doing that's causing you to sit still instead of move forward. We're going to talk about where you could be and how amazing it could be. And, of course, the most important part of this whole conversation, we're going to talk about how to put it all together and make it happen when we come back. All right, so let's go ahead and just break it down. So take a look at the plan that you have. If you're following the same plan as most of us, what you're doing is you you woke up one day and you decided well i'm going to get a house and i'm going to have a car and i'm going to go in debt and i'm going to get a job and i'm going to work and There comes a time when the money and the time run out, as does the energy right there's a There's a point in your life I mean, think about how you feel when you wake up in the morning, how you felt this morning when you woke up how do you, how energized are you, how excited are you about adding something else to your life, and even when it's great, even when it's something you'd really enjoy doing. There's something stopping you from getting there. There's something stopping you from going ahead and taking that next step and saying, all right, this is where we are. This is where we're going. Let's do this. Let's grow a little bit. The plan kind of sucks, right? Because it, it it reach, you, you reach terminal velocity at about 30 years old. That's when you have the house payments or the the rent payments, you have the car payments, you're working, you're spending pretty much every penny that you make. Your time is consumed and when you're not when you're not busy working and chasing the dream, you're looking at your phone and you're following social media and you're checking up on everyone else or you're getting lost in the TikTok abyss. Are you growing because of it? That's the big question. Where is it all taking you? How much better is your life going to be? next sunday because of what you did all week this week the truth is there's a reason there's a reason they're so concerned about figuring out everything they can about you and they're doing the same for me it's because the better they are at deciphering how we think and what we're what we want and what inspires us the easier it is for us to be manipulated this this the millions and billions of dollars they're putting into ai and all this other information you know what that's for don't you that isn't for our benefit that's for their benefit let's face it if they can come up with a recipe that keeps you on the track they want you on, on the same path where you work to spend and you live hand to mouth because you can't seem to get it away from it all because you can't seem to move in any direction beyond what you've been told guess what that is the perfect recipe for success for someone just not for you how in the hell did it all happen how is it working Let's talk about where you are right now. Let's see, Sunday. How many things in your day today will you do simply because it is like the most rockinest thing you've ever done? Maybe you're not good at it. Maybe you want to be good at it, but because of your connection to what you have going on in your life and who you are, you just can't help yourself. And you know that in a week or two weeks or a month or a year, you know, you know that eventually you're going to get exactly where you want to be. If that's not the case, believe me, you're not alone. The The plan you've inherited is designed to settle you in, get you working, keep you working until you get too old to work, and then they give you some time off. That's called retirement. When you're tired and you're old and you're fat and you just don't have any energy more, and then you can sit on your porch and you can wait to die. How's that sound for an amazing adventure? I guarantee that's what's going on. What are you going to do about it? What are you going to do? about? What are your kids going to do about it? Because you do realize that you're teaching your kids to do exactly the same thing from the from the relationship you have to the job you have to the things you do when you're not at work. They're training us, right? That phone has got our attention. But the problem is that phone isn't doing anything for us except for distracting us. You want to talk about growing? You want to talk about making your relationship better? You want to talk about waking up and having time to do the things you love to do? More fishing, more hiking, more backpacking, more any of that stuff that inspires you and energizes you? You've come to the right place. It starts with you. It starts with you spending a little time with you. Maybe today's the day you're going to do that. Let's talk about what's possible when you decide to start growing. All right, all right. Hey, let's go ahead and start where it's most important. If you're in a relationship right now, the best place for you to start growing and the biggest reason in the world you would want to start growing is because when your partner and you are on the same page, when you wake up every day and you feel a positive energy toward each other, there is nothing you can't do. You become unstoppable. That's because you have a superpower within you that allows you to accomplish things you've already done. And when you join that superpower with the person you love, and you work together with a common goal, and you combine your energy and your effort, there isn't anything you can't do. What does that actually look like? Well for me and I can only speak from my experience but for me I was an angry guy for a long time me and my wife we didn't get along because I was insecure she was insecure and we didn't know any of this And then one day I'm faced with the with the with a decision I'm looking at my life we'd been we'd been married for quite a long time about 35 years and I realized you know I just I don't know if I want to do this anymore but instead of just stepping away from it, I thought, well, maybe maybe there's a problem with how I'm doing it. And I don't know if it was fate or just luck or what it was, but that was about the time my son introduced me to a book. It's called The Power of Vulnerability by Brene Brown. And you might want to write that down. So I listened to this book and it, it, it kind of clarified it. And it doesn't necessarily have to be that book, but for me it worked really well because what it did was it told me, hey, guess what, Chris? You're not very good at relationships, you haven't grown in how you manage your relationship from the time you got together. I, and it, it was true. I had been doing the same exact thing, the same exact way from the time we got together. I was scared. I was intimidated. So I was, a, I was an angry bully. I was controlling and I was uh, jealous and I had all these characteristics and it had, it had gone on for years. And the point was, I wasn't growing. I hadn't become a better version of myself. When I started thinking about how to be a better person and I realized that I didn't have all the answers and I stepped outside myself and I said, okay, world, okay, Brene Brown, tell me what you know, that's when my relationship got better. And then when I introduced that book to my wife and she was reluctant because she had been doing the same thing in her, on her side of the relationship as I had. She was angry and frustrated and resentful and she had no, absolutely no tools to change all that. And more than that, she had no understanding of how to change it. And imagine, had I not decided to start growing, to start questing, to take a quest for a better relationship, there's a good chance Sandy and I wouldn't be together today, because that's where it was. So all of a sudden, I just said, you know, I'm gonna start being kind, followed the book. Yes, she's, she's upset, she's crying, but instead of me getting angry and defensive because she's crying because of something I've done, my question became, how can I help you? How can I fix this? How can I make it better? Did it take sacrifice? Sure it did. Sure it did. At first. But all of a sudden, that sacrifice came back to me in the form of a wonderful relationship where we talk about things and we make decisions and there's no pressure and there's no fear If you want to have an amazing life, if you want to wake up and have the potential to accomplish anything in your life, the best place to start is with your relationship. Then the the way you do that is you start growing in your relationship and you realize, hey, wait a minute. Maybe I don't have all the answers to how to be a great husband. Maybe I don't have all of the answers to how to be a wonderful wife, a supportive wife where you grow together. I don't know. That's what it's looking like to me but it doesn't just extend to your relationship when you talk about growing in your life it covers the gamut doesn't matter what it is doesn't matter where you are the only thing that matters is where are you going let's talk about the other areas of your life where you can never afford to stop growing when we come back All right, i mentioned the i mentioned the relationship right because the relationship is the foundation but Growth is essential in every area of your life, and I think the reason that is is because we are hunter gatherers. We're not designed to sit still and just accept where we are. That's why we struggle with the with the type of lives we live, with the format for how we plan our life out. Now, think about it. Here's the plan: You're a kid. You're having fun. You're full of adventure. You never stop growing. And then all of a sudden, when you grow, you've grown, and your parents will say things like, "Well, you're growing into quite the man." And then once you become that man and you start doing those man things, what happens to your life? All of a sudden, your life becomes what it is and not what it could be. Example, how long have you been at the job that you're on? And how long have you been doing exactly the same thing that you've been doing in that job? How much time do you spend every day thinking about where you're going and what you're going to be and how long it's going to take you to get there to elevate your life from where it is right now to the next level? And if you're honest with yourself, the bottom line is you're probably not thinking about that at all. You're thinking about TikTok and Facebook and what you're going to do when you get off and accepted the fact, you have accepted fully the fact that this is your life and this is how it goes and because everyone else is doing it, that makes even more sense, right? It doesn't make any sense at all. Here I am, we're out there in Destin, Florida, and of course, when you talk about growth in your life, one of the key things that Sandy and I did when we were... Headed down this adventure after we had become friends, we decided, well, you know what? I don't know. I'm not going to mow a lawn for the rest of my life. I want to see the ocean. I want to travel. And she's in that house. She's cleaning her house, our house, our big house that two people live in, 3,000 square foot, acre and a quarter. And here we are. We're working our asses off Monday through Friday, Saturdays and Sundays included, right? Got to break the leaves and fix the fences and do all that crap. And I just said, hey, I'm done. I'm not growing. I've done this long enough. We've established that we know how to live the American dream. What's next for us? Was it scary? Hell, yeah, it's scary. It's scary. It's always scary to go places you've never been, to do things you've never done. It's scary to fail. Some people just can't stand it. Oh, I don't want to fail. I'd rather live a miserable life and stay where I am, stay in the same spot for the next 30 years than to to venture out, try anything new. When you're standing up in the morning, wake up in the morning, woke up this morning, and you take a look at what you have going on in your life that inspires and energizes you, there's a pretty good chance you don't have a lot that compares with anything you would love to do. Let's face it, Sunday, how many things are you going to do today that equal to what it feels like when you spend a day fishing, camp, and hike, and backpack, and ski, and surf, and travel, any of a number of things? And the truth is, you probably don't. The question is, why? And the answer is because you're not growing. And why aren't you growing? Because you're not looking at anything more than what you already have in front of you. Let's face it. You get an idea about being an attorney or going back to school and getting your degree or maybe promoting and taking that job, that better job that you're thinking of. How hard are you actually working towards that? And more than that, how inspired are you about working towards that? I'll let you answer the question, but the bottom line is the world isn't going to wait on you. The world doesn't care about you. It doesn't care if you're struggling, if you're happy, or you're sad. That is your responsibility. If you're ready to get it going, if you would like to actually spend more time engaged in things that inspire you and energize you, this is where you need to listen up. Because we're going to talk about what's possible and how you can get there when we come back. All right, let me go ahead and lay this down for you. The first thing you need to understand is what you're doing right now doesn't have to be your plan. You do realize there are people who woke up this morning and they're living on a sailboat in the Caribbean. And yes, yeah, they don't have a million dollars in the bank, but they wake up happy, excited, and energized. You know, probably have a have a job working in some, some tiki hut bar talking to uh, talking to locals and spending time hanging out with tourists and 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 enjoying their life right and and the reality is why isn't that your life? And it isn't because you wouldn't enjoy it because let's face it if you've ever if you've ever taken a vacation to a tropical paradise, that's there's a reason you wanted to go there. It's because wow that'd be pretty cool. can you imagine? And there's some time when you do that, there's, one, there's a moment in that, in, that, in that experience when you'll actually sit back with the person you love or the people you're with, and you're like, can you imagine what it would be like to live here like this every day? And the answer is no. The answer is no, you can't imagine. And of course, if you can't imagine it, if you can't see it, there's no way you will ever be it. And in that, I make my point. As long as you do not step outside your box and look beyond where you are to where you can be, you will never move your life outside your box to where you could be. That is the truth of it. We are what we think. Our lives are a reflection of our ideas. And every idea is what starts the ball rolling towards a new direction, towards personal growth. So what does that look like for you? I had a conversation with a young man. I mentor several people had a conversation with a young man. He's working a job that he doesn't particularly like. He doesn't like the hours. he likes the money, but he's like, I'm frustrated. What do I do And hes his plan is to get a, another crappy job. He's like, "Well, I'll quit this job and I'll get another crappy job." And then I brought it to his attention. I said, "Well, are there any jobs, any positions within the current job that are better than the one you have now? And he goes, "Oh yeah, a manager'd be better. Managers less hours, more money, right? You get commission off of everyone that you work or everyone that works for you, right I'm like, well, instead of jumping ship and starting from the complete bottom, why don't you just start looking at climbing up? Why don't you start growing toward that position? You can do what that other man is doing. You can do it better than that other man's doing, and you can achieve that goal. And what's funny about that is he never thought about that. And now his attitude is, listen, I'm going to go to work every day, and I'm going to learn as much as I can about it. I'm not going to waste a minute of my time. I'm going to learn that man's job better than he does. And I'm going to take that job. And it, what does it start with? It starts with the desire to grow within where you are. You don't have to turn your life upside down in order for you to achieve success and to find contentment. What you have to do is you have to step outside the box and you have to be able to see something bigger and better than where you are right now. That is the bottom line. That is the where where growth begins, You know, Sandy and I were in Destin, Florida, one of our first vacation spots when we started traveling. I say vacation because we spent seven years on vacation. COVID kind of screwed it up a little bit for us, but, I mean, we were still having a great time, right? But here we are, we're in Destin, Florida, and I'm out every morning. I'm doing a CrossFit workout, and then I'm out on the beach doing yoga. And then Sandy comes out, and she does her workout, and then we walk six miles, and we're just having a blast. But every day I'd come back in from the beach, And there would be this line of chairs and this line of of people, old people, like 60 years old, right, 65 years old, sitting in these chairs in this cocktail hour at 2 in the afternoon, and they're proceeding to pickle their livers. And I don't have anything against alcohol, and you do what you want. But my question is, is that the best they could do? That was like, why aren't you up and out? Why are you so out of shape? Why aren't you taking full advantage of the opportunities you've created for yourself? I mean, those people worked hard. Some of them were engineers, some of them were doctors, but they're they're just out there doing the same thing. They're just sitting there basically drinking vodka and waiting to die. And I don't understand it. And maybe, like I said, maybe I'm the crazy one, but I think when you wake up in the morning, you should have something to be inspired about, something you're trying to figure out, something you're trying to get done. But in order for that to happen, you kind of have to spend some time thinking about it. So why do you suppose we're not all running around like chickens with our heads cut off, doing what we love to do, chasing our dreams? We're going to talk about that one when we come back. All right, I want you to take a minute and just think about what you think about throughout the week. You take a look at last week, the last seven days. What do you spend most of your time thinking about? If you're honest with yourself, you spend most of your time thinking about where you are and what you're doing. Which makes sense, right? People think, well, you know, I got them thinking about my life. I got to work, and I have a house to take care of, and I have this long list of obligations. Why do you suppose that is? Why do you suppose that you spend so much time thinking about what, where you are and where you're, where what you need to get done? It's because that's the plan. Let's face it. If you're busy thinking about where you are, you're not thinking about where you're going. Crazy? No, not exactly. See, here's the thing. You don't know what you don't know. And as long as you, can, uh, you allow someone, you, you allow yourself to be distracted by where you are and you don't have the imagination and the creativity necessary for you to say, you know, yeah, I could own a house, but I don't really like anything that goes on with a house, so maybe I shouldn't own a house. See, that's where, that's where we put it together. You need, you need Sunday. You definitely need Sunday. And I'm not just talking about because it's God's day. I'm talking about because you need to take some time to think about you and why you do what you do. Now, here's an example. Let me go ahead and bring this to your attention. Let's take, take a look at anything you're going to do in the next five days. How many of those things rate on a scale of 1 to 10 a 10 or above? How many things are you doing in the next week? that are like so exciting that you're already thinking about it on Sunday and you get up Monday and you're all fired up about it and Tuesday you're all energized about it and all week long all you're thinking to yourself is, hell yeah, I can't wait till I get there. This is awesome. And the truth is that doesn't exist. The truth is you're not there and the truth is if you're honest with yourself, most of the things you're doing will barely exceed a five. I mean, how many times this week are you going fishing? How many times this week are you playing golf? How many times this week are you going surfing? How many weeks this year are you going to spend on vacation, traveling the Caribbean? You got your sailboat out six months off a year so you can just go play. And the truth is you're not. But the reason you're not isn't because you can't, because I guarantee you can. Just like Sandy and I sold everything and hit the road for seven years, you can choose it. But the first thing you have to do is think about it. And that's where they get you. And now we're back to AI and social media. Think about this. How much time do you spend on social media during the average week? An hour, two hours, three hours? If you, if you have the courage, if you have the nerve to actually see how much time, how much of your life you're wasting engaged in an activity that does absolutely nothing for your life, then go ahead and track it. Go ahead and keep track of how many hours a day you spend looking at a phone for no reason whatsoever except for, well, it's better than what you could be doing. When It comes down to it. It's not rocket science. What could you be doing? Instead of looking at your phone, what could you be doing? You could be looking at your phone trying to figure out how to get your finances in order so you could be debt free in 10 years or five years or three years. You could be, instead of looking at social media, you could be looking at your phone, maybe reviewing The Power of Vulnerability by Brene Brown because your relationship isn't where you want it to be. And if you, and you'd love to have one of those rom-com romances where you just can't get enough of them. You're excited about it. You, you can't wait to see them. Can't wait to be around them. They're the best thing that ever happened to you. Instead of looking at social media and everybody else's life, you could look at your own life and say, am I as good a person as I could be? Am I as in good a shape? Am I going to live a long life? Am I making choices in my life that allow me to live a long time? Because I really love spending time with my family and my friends, and I like living. I love what I do during the day, right? And of course, people go, well, that well—that's crazy. You can't—you can't do that. I beg to differ with you. I've been doing it for well for the last twelve, fourteen years now. It took me a while to figure it out. It took me a while to figure out that I don't have to be angry because the world's angry. It took me a while to figure out that the news doesn't have anything to do with me. I can watch all the news I want. I could watch news from the time I get up in the morning until the time I go to bed, and guess what? It doesn't change a, a thing about my life, except for driving me into the pit, right? gives me something to think about, but it doesn't improve the quality of my life. It doesn't motivate me. It doesn't add value or energy to my life, and the same is true for you. Think about it. How many things are you doing each day that have nothing to do with you except for the fact they're a distraction to keep you from thinking about you? Wow. Nothing like the reality to slap you in the face on God's day, right? Think about it. Think about it. We we look around. Take a look around. Let's take a look at the world as a whole, right? What condition is the world in? Is the world better than it was a year ago? Are we getting along? Are we kinder than we were a year ago? Hell No. I mean, there has to be something wrong. Here's an example. So, here a few weeks ago or a, week or a couple weeks back, a friend of mine got killed in a road rage incident. Now, just imagine this. Put yourself in this position when you want to think about how bad it is and how good it could be. Imagine this you're in such a hurry to get where you're going that someone does something, makes a mistake while driving, which happens on occasion. But instead of just letting it go and stay in focus because that's just the nature of life when it comes to traveling down the highway you allow yourself to get so angry that you pull off the road you get in a fist fight and one of you ends up dead for what because I had to get to Kmart I had to get to Walmart I had to get to Denver and see the game what in the world would possess us to give us some sort of idea that it's okay for us to treat each other that way and why do we do it Because we're not spending any time thinking about the logic in it. We're not spending any time within ourselves going, I'm not that person. It doesn't matter. Here, yield. I'll yield, right? That's what happens when you take in the wrong information. That's what happens when you allow anger and frustration of not being able to get anywhere to drive your choices. How do you take control of it? By taking control of you. How do you take control of it? By thinking about you by picking destinations within your life that allow you to grow in a positive direction. The bottom line is, when you're, if you're frustrated, it isn't because your life sucks, it's because you allow your life to suck. If you're frustrated about where you are, it isn't because you can't change it, it's because you won't change it. And it all starts with defining a path for yourself that's different than the path you've inherited. How do you do that? Mm, there's the question. I got an answer for you when we come back. You know, it's funny. If I'd have asked you as a kid, here you are, 14, 15 years old, I would say, so how's it going to feel to be 30 pounds overweight and getting up on Saturday or Sunday morning and mowing a lawn every day? At 14 years old, you'd be like, I ain't doing that shit. I don't like mowing lawns. I like fishing. I like hiking. I like backpacking. I like riding my bike. I like hanging out with my friends. And then what happens? At some point, we transition into the same life as those around us. Is it because it's great? Let's be honest. Just be honest. How, how friggin' great is it for you to wake up and do what you're doing? And more importantly, if you're going to bust your ass doing the stuff you're doing, the other thing you might want to consider is why not do it for something that's worth doing? Forget about the model. Forget about what you believe. It doesn't matter. How does it feel? If you're not spending time in your own head, if you're not spending time each and every day reminding yourself of who you are, what inspires you, what energizes you, with set goals, a decision, a point where you want to be, that you think about, you dream about, you talk about, I guarantee you will never get there. You will never get there. The world is full of distractions, and it's for a reason. The world does not want you to think about you The world wants you to think about the world and everything in it, how to be happy, how to be successful, what what success looks like, what your life should look like. Guess what? It's all a lie, but in order for you to discover the truth, you have to spend some time with yourself. You have to spend some time thinking about who you are and just truly what you could be doing and how you could be growing. There's nothing stopping you but you. Are you ready for it? I certainly hope so. If there was ever a time in our life when we need to grow and embrace the experience of life and the world around us, I think it's now. doesn't look like the world's getting any better. We need to get better at living in it. So, hey, listen, I really appreciate you showing up every day. Um, I'm going to continue to for you and me. As I've said many times, this is a conversation I'm having with myself to make sure I don't screw up, though my train does not go off the tracks. I share it with you because maybe, just maybe, someone will realize, you know what, I am not growing. Our relationship is not growing. I am headed absolutely nowhere. A year from now, I want you to wake up and be able to say, damn, he was right. Look where we are now. There's nothing that feels better, and once you get that win, you become unstoppable. Hey, listen, as always, don't forget to launch every action from a platform of kindness. It'll help you live a better life, and it will make life better for those around you. If you like what I'm doing, please share, subscribe, like, do whatever you can to help me out. I'm looking to make friends. That's all I want from you. Until next time, my name is Chris hawkes and this is your Best Life Defined. Have a wonderful day.